Hey there, this is Real Talk Baseball. I'm Carlos Baseball. With me as always is Ernie Orange, and we have a great show for you guys today. A lot of things happening in baseball, but before we get to that, I want to see how my man Orange is doing over there, man. Everything good over there, dude? Everything's going well, guys. Thank you for tuning in with our show on Monday night. It's a little rainy night here in SoCal, but we're ready to talk baseball. Spring training's up starting, and there's a lot of action going on already. First week of baseball, and it's exciting. Can't wait for what March has in a hole for us. Dude, have you seen any games? You been into the channel and see any, or you're just, yeah, uh, you're just like, I've eh, tuned in a couple right. games. I've tuned into a yeah. couple Dodger and Angel games. You know why not? You know yeah. Shohei's pitching tomorrow, so it's a must-watch tomorrow. And then Wednesday we got Yamamoto starting for his first game with the Dodgers. So it's exciting. Dude, so it's kind of exciting. That's why I'm wearing my Dodger, you know, polo and my Dodger hat. You know, tomorrow is going to be an exciting day for spring training because. Shohei is going to be part of that three trio. We're going to have uh, Freeman, Bents, and Otani in that lineup. So for the first time, we get to see what that's going to be like. So, But we do have a good show for you guys. Besides that, we are going to talk about Cody Bellinger. He did sign a contract with the Cubs, and we we Ernie, you called this one, so I'll give you credit for that one. I didn't call it. I said the Cubs were kind of like, I don't think they should, he should go there. But anyway, whatever it is, you know. So then we have. Of course, we talked about the A's, and we've been talking about the A's for a long time, and this time there was a fan fest, and we'll tell you who was involved and who wasn't involved. That was one of the, the tricky things there. And then we'll talk about trades. There's been a lot of trades going on right now, so, you know, it's going to be exciting. And there's, of course, there's some injuries that we're going to give updates to, you know, all here on Real Talk Baseball. And if you haven't done so, go ahead and hit that like and hit that subscribe button. And if you have questions, go ahead and put it on the comment section. We are sponsored by Rival Fantasy. So, Ernie, you've been playing Rival Fantasy, the basketball side of it, because baseball's not part of it yet, right? Have you won anything? Let's just say that I won a couple bingo cards already, back-to-back -back nights. It's nice. looking good for me, man. I'm making some money. And, you know, I put in $200, and I got an extra $200. Why not? Just using yeah. the code Real Talk Baseball. Nice, dude. And we do have that code for you guys. You guys don't have to go that far. You can go to the, the description part of our channel and this on there. And you just click on it. It's easy. You just put your code in there. You put your money in and start playing. Not only that, but you could download the app. It's easier to do it that way. And it's easier to play because you you have your phone on your hand 24-7. Why not play on it? You know, make a little couple bucks and hey, bet with your friends, right? Exactly. <laughs> hey. I'm actually going to let you guys know why wait a whole full season arrival for, to play fantasy with your friends when you can just play on a weekly basis or on a daily basis. Uh, yesterday, I won $5 just by saying that Giannis Antetokounmpo was going to score more points than Kevin Durant. And yeah. I was like, here we go. And I won 5 bucks just like that. I don't know who <laughs> I beat, but it was a nice little challenge and an extra little cash that I just got that I was not expecting. That's nice, dude. And not only that, we're going to start baseball season soon. So why not do it? Get a little couple money do going. I mean, Ernie knows all sports, so he's going to be winning some money anyway. So uh, <laughs> if you guys want to challenge us, we're going to put it on here and we're going to play against whoever's on here on, on our live. Um, even if you're not on our live, just send us a message if you want to bet 
or want to put, you know, something on it, let's, let's do it. All right, let's get started, man. Let's talk about Cody Bellinger back in Ooh. Chicago. I mean, uh, the contract was kind of a little weird, right? It was it a was. little different than what a lot of people expected. You want to go ahead and run those numbers, Ernie? Well, originally, it looks like Cody Bellinger wanted a six-year, $200 million contract, and that's why we were waiting such a long time. A lot of teams were not really, really willing to pay $200 million. That's a lot of money, man. It is. So so the Cubs and Scott Boris decided three years, $80 million, and it's broken down $30 million for the first year, $30 million for the second, and $20 million for his last season with the yeah. option of Cody Bellinger being able to opt out any year of that contract. So if, if for any moment he thinks he should deserve to to get more money, he's more than welcome to opt out of that contract. So, what do you yeah. think? Is that a for me? That was a win-win contract for both sides. You know, so, not only does he get more money, he's making thirteen million more than last year. That's a huge come up. It is a huge come up, and you know what's crazy? Like to me, it's just I I feel Cody Bellinger has a lot to prove. Not yes. only because he had a great year last year, but he didn't have a great year on twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one. You know, he was one of those players that were kind of like. He was up, and then it just went down after the 2020 season. Remember, in 2020 season, he did have a, a dislocated shoulder, which he had surgery for in the offseason after the World Series. And in 2021, I think I believe he batted 160. 2022, he batted, uh, I want to say 240 or around that area. And then, bam, 2023, 306. Almost had the same batting average as he did when he won the MVP. So you're not, you don't know what you're going to get with Cody Bellinger. That's right. what happened here in that contract. So it is a win-win. He is going to get the 20, right? 20 million. And then next year it's an opt-out. He can opt-out and go ahead and say, you know what? I batted 300 and something. I proved to you guys that this happened. So, I mean, I think it's a good contract. It's a good contract for both parties, like everybody's saying. So um, do, do you agree with that? Or do you think that they kind of lowballed them? No, I think it was a perfect win for both sides. It's crazy. Happened at 11.30 at night on a Saturday night. I feel like the whole world was asleep when this happened. And I was like, Carlos is not awake to message to let him know this big signing of today. But it's crazy. It's a win-win. Cody Bellinger not only gets to decide his future, and he yeah. gets to prove himself again, right? Um, yeah. I know Scott Boris wants the most for this players, and he wants the most. But at this moment, 30 minutes sounds like a lot of money especially for a guy that was offered $20 million, a qualifying offer at the end of the season. Not only did he make $10 million more now, he's going to make another 30 next year, even if he has a terrible year. Yeah. And and if he finds a way, like, you know what, the Cubs are not just not turning out to be a great place to play for anymore. Hey, I'm out. See you guys later. I don't have to stay here for 10 years, you know, 10 yeah. miserable years of the Chicago Cubs yeah. baseball. That's you know? true. That's true. You know, one of the things that I kind of like remember, and this is one from the fantasy show, Will always says exit velocity when he swung. And last year was one of the lowest he's ever had the exit velocity. But I am going to say that he did what he was the number, the second player to have the highest average batting average after two strikes. So he was shorting up his string, his swing. What I mean by that, he was probably choking up and swinging to make contact. He was probably going to the left side a little bit more often than he was pulling the ball. So for Cody Bellinger, having a higher average and exit velocity is a huge thing now because it's part of the game. And, of course, a fantasy part of our show, Will always mentions that exit velocity. But he did have 20 steals this last season. He, I mean, the, the bases are bigger, of course. But, I mean, it is 20 stolen bases. And he did bat good batting average. He was on base percentage. I, I think I got it here. Where do I have the – where is it at? Uh, I don't have it. I thought I did. 
Well, it is up and it's higher than normal. Oh yeah, it's three fifty six. Sorry, three fifty six on base percentage. So that's something really good. He had a three hundred seven batting average, ninety seven RBIs, and you know he had twenty six home runs. So if he can do that again this year or a little bit better, he's gonna go ahead and opt out. I feel because there's gonna be teams out there that's yeah. gonna go out there and and be like, remember Juan Soto cannot. Can, it's gonna be a free agent if the Yankees don't sign him. So that could be part. Of, a perfect fit if he doesn't stay in Chicago, of course. So, I mean, I think it's like I said, it's a win-win both yes. parties. So uh, it, it's it's it, it going. It, it's just good, good thing, good thing for him. Right. Uh, I just feel like if he has an MVP caliber season, that's the only reason he will opt out out of season one. But I definitely see it happening after season two. After season two, making back to back thirty minutes, I don't see him wanting to make a, you know, ten million dollars less, right? Yeah. Especially if he is already making 30, he feels like he's going to even deserve even more, even if he's making the playoffs with the Cubs or even doing such better than previous years. True, true. So, okay, so now we have one of the top three leaving it going to Chicago, and this is Scott Boris' client. You have the other one. You have Montgomery. You have Snell. And why not? And let's add J.D. Martinez onto there because yeah. remember Henjin Ryu. Aurelius going back. He's not going to stay here in the States and play in MLB. He already signed a contract to go back to the KBO, so he's not here. Um, we did talk about him last show because we were saying, like, maybe he'll fit somewhere. But after we finished, I think it just came out in the news. He said, oh, I'm leaving. I- I'm yeah. going. I'm going to be yeah. the highest paid <laughs> Korean player out there. You know, he's like, you know, yeah. finish my career back home. Yeah, that's true. And if you're looking to get him in fantasy baseball, make sure you don't pick him up because he's not, <laughs> not going to play here. So. It's not a good a good uh, pickup, but yeah, I think I I feel like uh, Scott Boris. So Scott Boris has these three guys already. Yeah. What do you think it's gonna happen? Are they gonna just have to settle and get similar contracts? Because remember, Blake Snell is kind of one of those pitchers where a lot of people are talking about him. A lot of people are saying he's only going five innings, six innings, and that's it. Right. But nowadays, that's what what pitchers do for you. They don't go further than the seventh. They don't go all the way to the ninth. How many complete games did we have last year? You know? Not many. So, so, so yeah, is this the way that's going to happen with the other three players? Do you think this is this is the, the start for getting those three- or two-year contracts? Yeah, I think that's the path we're going forward. Uh, I don't think the long-term contracts is not a thing anymore. Angels, like the Angels are in the market for pitching, right? And Montgomery and Snell has been linked to them this whole offseason. But I think Artie Moreno is not willing to spend that big contract anymore. He's learned his lesson. He's had really bad contracts over the past couple decades. You know, he's missed out on C.J. Wilson, Albert Pujols, the Josh Hamilton contracts. It just has not worked out with him. And cannot mention Rendon without saying that's a, another failure of the contract, <laughs> right? Yeah. But when you talk to Snell and Montgomery, they obviously want the longer contract. But I think going forward, the three-year, four-year ranges we're going to have going forward – now you're gonna have to pay these players 40 million. I think Snell's gonna deserve it. He is the Cy Young. Now you're just gonna pay three years, 120 million. That's just about it. Instead of That's paying that 200 it. plus, you're yeah. gonna be paying that three year to 120 million to get a pitcher like that. So I I I feel like the Cy Young, he's won it in two leagues. He won it in the American League and the National League, and, yes. and they still hasn't signed. Is this a way of MOB telling Scott Boris, like, look, dude? We're not going to give you this much money for your players anymore. You're always going over and beyond like how much we have to pay these guys. And I I just, I don't, I look before this year, I didn't know about Montgomery. I'm going to be honest. I didn't. 
I didn't know about him. If he didn't make it to the World Series, I would have not known about him at all. Right. Um, and I think that's a lot. That's that a lot of baseball <laughs> fans would agree. A lot of fans, baseball fans would agree that they don't. He they struggled. Don't he struggled him. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Really did. yeah. And you mentioned that the Yankees had something to say about him. Right. Like he was with the Yankees and that he was never going to amount to become a, a playoff type pitcher. Right. And he proved them wrong. They won the World Series last year. But like like I said, I don't remember him past this year. So if he's looking for a huge contract, who's going to give it to him? Uh, I really don't know. The Texas Rangers are not even tied up to his name right now. I don't know who's offered him anything. I know J.D. Martinez said to the Giants, I don't want to go play over there. Uh, <laughs> you heard about that? Million. Yeah, he turned down $14 million. Um, His contract last year with the Dodgers was a one-year $13 million. They just basically offered a million dollars more, and he said, no, thank you. I'm ready to get more money. He did hit 33 home runs for the Dodgers last year, yeah. and he's a designated hitter out there that still has some pop in him. So just when you thought J.D. Martinez was going downhill, nah, J.D. Martinez picked it right back up, and he showed why he's still one of the top DHs out in the league. Dude, and you said he, you want him in the Angels, right? You think he will for sign sure. with them? Man, I don't know, but I really hope so. <laughs> Just give me J.D. Martinez and one of those top pitchers, and I'm all good for this offseason, man. Hey, yeah. the Angels are looking kind of nice, man. We have a lot of bounce-back players trying to make a comeback. You got Miguel Sano trying to make a comeback, lost over 50 pounds. Hunter Dozier today hit a three-run bomb, rocking the number 17, looking like, sorry, Shohei, I took your number. I'm ready to take over your footsteps and be the next guy. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens, man. But times are fun. Baseball's coming, and – yeah, man, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the Angels. You know, I know it's a different time. We don't have Shohei anymore, but I'm excited to see the young core play, and I'm ready to see them grow and develop and turn out to superstars. Yeah, true. Well, we do have some messages here. Uh, I, I kind of ran them up. It was a perfect contract for both parties, and we're talking about the Bellinger signing. So then, you know, uh, he needs to go to the AL. I'm thinking about J.D. Martinez. Is that what it is? So uh yeah, dude, it's 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 one of those things where if if JD Martinez chooses the right team, I think he's gonna get the right contract. So then I'm just kind of like, okay, if it happens, that'll be great. If it doesn't, uh, and he goes to a team where he's gonna get probably 20 mil, I feel like he's just gonna go there and you know, not even trying to make you know the, the playoffs. But <laughs> we'll just we'll just see and we just have to wait and see. It's already spring training, and some other players are not reporting the camp yet because they have no team. You know, yeah. Scott Boris is kind of holding them a little bit hostage, but that's another topic for another day because we already talk about Scott Boris all this time. And <laughs> man, it's, uh, right? <laughs> it's been all a right, disappointing season. It's been one of those weird off season, guys. It's just yeah. we've been waiting for action. We're approaching March, and these top tier players are still in the market. And it's just like, what is going yeah. on? True, true. All right. So a lot of people didn't know that. The Oakland A's, and I don't even know if it's the Oakland A's. I think it's the city of Oakland held a fan fest for the Oakland A's. And they hadn't had a, a fan fest since 2019. Wow. The mayor of Oakland decided to be like, okay, let's go ahead and make our own fan fest. And we'll try to sell, you know, all these things for the A's. And we'll try to sh show our spirit with our sell to team. And, you know, they had ex-players out there. They had beer. They had bands. They had food. And it looked pretty fun. It, it looked pretty fun. But you go to the website and you go to the, the social media and the comments are blocked. You yeah. can't even comment on them. And you can't even see that they were even trying to be participating in this fan fest. So that wow. sucked, right? 
Dude, it looked really bad on the ace part and the ownership. John Fisher, please, if you're hearing me, sell the team like every other MLB fan wants from you. It's time just to let it go, man. It's just everybody wants the ace to stay in Oakland. It's just who they are, right? And yeah, we don't yeah. want them moving to Las Vegas. If you do want a Vegas team, that's great. Buy another team. Build it there. But for Oakland Ace, and, you know, Jack London Square was popping this weekend and had over tens and thousands of people celebrating. You know, John Fisher for the past four years has not even had anything for the fans. This year, knowing that it was going to be the last season in Oakland, he could have made a way of selling more tickets, right? Like, let's make yeah. it the best season ever here in Oakland to, you know, commemorate the last players that ever paid him this team. No, this guy's just like, forget this. We're just going to move on to Vegas next year, and that's it. And they're not even going to Vegas. That's the worst part. They're going to Sacramento. And they're going to play in a minor league stadium for the next couple of years before the new stadium gets built. Yeah. Man, it looks bad. Coco Chris was out there. He was saying a lot of comments out there how he should stay in Oakland. And it's just kind of sad to me that Rob Manfred and the MOBPA doesn't speak up and they don't do anything about this and try to push back and, you know, find a way to convince him to John Fisher needs to sell this team. You know what I mean? Because at this point, there's more people wanting them to stay than, than actually wanting them to leave. <laughs> That's true. And it's crazy that they had 10,000 plus people at this event and the, and the A's were averaging 10,000 fans a game. I believe yeah, it looked man. a lot less when I saw that. I'm like, no, I think it's a lot less. I think they're averaging the fans between 2023 and 2019, I think, because there's a, there was no fans at all last year in Oakland. I feel right. they're you trying know? to prove a point. They're yeah. Trying to prove a point. So it's not the fans that are not going. It's just the the I guess the owner is not doing anything for them to be happy about and go to the stadium. I don't know if this was a plan from the get go for them to do this, you know. So the mayor decided to be like, you know what? No, we want the ace here. We want him here because this is where they've been for the past fifty seven years. Yeah. And because they've been there fifty seven years, of course you grow and and you you, you learn to see the games even if you're not interested you know i remember when i was a kid uh my dad and my brother will put the daughter game in and they will cut my cartoon time and i'm like what the hell like i want to watch <laughs> cartoons i don't want to watch the game that's the same thing that happened in oakland everybody I, you know watched the game everybody knows about the green jerseys the green hat yellow brim you know it, it's it's a thing that they have out there sure and they're gonna take it away they're gonna and take it away and people are prideful to be from oakland carlos it's like yeah. some Oakland is like a special city to them. If you guys are known for Raider fans, look how many Oakland fans out there, still out there, man. They know to love their city, and it's sad that they're seeing the Ace possibly leaving it by the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The, the, the stadium is falling apart, and, and I know that's a huge thing. They are trying to get another stadium for them, and the best thing for them is trying to move to Vegas and have some other state take care of the stadium to build it for them. I, I mean... I'm not an Ace fan. I could only imagine because the Dodgers did move from Brooklyn. And I remember uh, like seeing little videotapes and how people started hating on the Dodgers once uh, they lost their team. You know, they came right. out here out west. They came with the Giants, too. And, you know, it, it was just one of those supporting. things. Exactly. It took a while for that fan base to to build up. Uh, Chavez Ravine has his, his history as well. Like there's a lot of things in that in, in that section that happened before the stadium was built. So it took a while for Los Angeles to, you know, kind of fall in love with the team, you know, and, yeah. and a lot of still a lot, still a lot of people hate on the Dodgers, you know, like because of what's, what happened there. 
You know, same in, in San Francisco. It took a while for them to build that fan base out there, but they decided to bring baseball to the West and they had to do it that way. But right now it just seems that, that we're in modern time. There's ways to like fix this. There's ways for the A's to stay in Oakland. You said this is going to be the fourth city they're going to. It's, it, yeah. it sucks. It sucks, man. And it you know, really we're, trying to, we're really trying to grow the game of baseball, right? After like years, I feel like um, our game has been America's pastime, but it feels like NFL and NBA has taken over. And if you really want to continue to grow the game, you know, you're going to, a lot of Oakland Ace fans have said that they will stop supporting baseball for this reason. They said, yeah. we're not going to watch anymore. We've been supporting since 1968 here in Oakland, and I'm no longer going to watch baseball if my team decides to move to another state. And yeah. it's kind of unfortunate because it's a game that we want to continue to grow. And, and Rob Manfred's not stepping in to like, you know what, let's just make it happen. Find a way to build them another stadium. Hey, how about we keep them in Sacramento for two years, you know, and build that new stadium in Oakland in the meanwhile. Yeah. That would be another yeah. thing, you know. That'll be something cool, and that'll be – they don't have to change uniforms. Like, remember I told you I like that green jersey that they have? And you know what? That The green jersey I'm, I'm talking to you about is the one from Moneyball, is that green green jersey. So, like, I wouldn't mind having it. And I think a lot of people from L.A., uh, because in the 80s, you know, they were the big-time Oakland A's. They were the Ooh. Bash Brothers out there, early 90s. So, They're you know, scary the team. Oakland, yeah, it was a scary team. So I remember, like, very, like, lightly – but I do remember the A's being the top, them and the Reds being one of the top uh, baseball teams. So Yeah, man. You see Dennis Eckersley's mustache, man. Good luck trying to face that guy in the ninth <laughs> inning. Yeah. Dennis like, Oh, you know what, Dennis? I saw a thing on it. Dennis Eckersley, man, he he, he had a pretty rough, uh, you know, major league uh, stint. Really? Uh, only because. So outside, not not in in in, uh, in baseball, like outside his like life. We'll go. Okay. We'll, well, we'll do a did you know on him. But yeah, dude, it, it was it was it's pretty pretty crazy, and I think we'll do a, a, a did you know on that one, uh, for you sure, know, for, for next sure. show, of course, because I feel like we're talking a lot of A's here. So <laughs> let's continue with the with the show. So if you didn't know, and I'm pretty sure you already did, Kike Hernandez is with the Dodgers, and a lot of people are excited and happy. Woo. And you know, uh, I think it's a good move for the Dodgers, but really I feel like they're losing money on this. And uh, uh, today on Twitter, he just went off and he just said, first to break news," you know. So he did say, "Sources say I'm back." Oh. And before he posted that on on X, he did say, "Dear LA," and a lot of people were speculating because there's been news before this that he was choosing four teams, and there were the Anaheim Angels. You're talking about the Padres, and I believe it was – I don't know if it was the Diamondbacks, and there was one more team out east, and there was no mention of the Dodgers. And then when he sent oh. this post, he sent this post two hours before uh, the Dear LA, and then everybody was saying, okay, well, he's leaving. And then two, two hours, I guess uh, this is what he put. He said that he's back. A lot of people are excited, and why not? He is a good guy, dude. He's a good guy, clubhouse guy to have in your, you know, for your team. And he's a, he's a funny guy. He's going to get paid $4 million for one year. Uh, they let go of Margot. Of course, they traded him away so this can happen. They got one prospect back, but they're sending $6 million to the Twins. And are they saving money this way? I believe so, right? I don't know, man. I'm not sure. Then what was the point of trading for Margot? I know it was a salary dump from the Rays, giving him away with the Tyler Gasnot trade, but... I don't know. I know Kike's a fan favorite, and everybody loves him. Like Eriberto says, Kike is great. He's a utility man, perfect for the Dodgers. 
He can play any position. He could even pitch for all you want. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's going to be a lot of blowouts this year. So you may need that utility man like Kika to start throwing that ninth inning, you know, jam for the for the Dodgers. But at this point, I think the Dodgers did lose money here, man. They pick Kike four million. You're paying Margot six million to not even be in your team, and yeah, you also have to do it. And you also have to get a contract extension for Glasnow and pay him up to twenty-five million this year. Yeah, so, I don't know. I just don't. I feel like the Dodgers don't really care. They're just really trying to win money, uh, win the championship. And with Shohei deferring all his contract, he got money to spend, man. True. And look, this is crazy, dude. I, I, this is what I'm gonna mention, and a lot of people don't feel this way, but they have a good chemistry in that lineup right now. You bring in Kike, you bring in the jokester, because that's what he is. A lot. That's why a lot of people like him. He's a banana guy. He loves to play in a team that has a lot, you know, people on around there. So when when Kike signed today, I think I think a lot of people are like, oh, cool, we get to have this guy again, the jokester, and that's just gonna live. You know, he won the twenty twenty World Series. He was there in two thousand seventeen when they got all the way to the World Series, two thousand eighteen, nineteen, and then he left after the twenty twenty season. And he's loved by a lot of LA Dodger fans out here. So. Why not have him out here? It's fun. It's gonna be amazing to see him. Um, I think uh, Ryan, you told you asked one of the you asked us that question. I believe you asked me, and I said I don't think they have room for him. There you go. You called it. You did say they were gonna try to get him, and they got rid of Margot so they can get yeah, him. Man. In, so I saw Margot <laughs> today. I saw the highlights of Margot in a Dodger uniform. It just did not look right. His uh, time with the Dodgers was short, and. He- Honestly, to me, he looked a bit overweight in the Dodgers uniform, and he just didn't fit in, man. That that outfit was too crowded for him. I don't think he was going to get no playing time with having to Oscar Hernandez signing. You know, got James Outman, a young guy, and then JD, uh, Jason Hayward, sorry. Jason Hayward. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and put this out here. Have you ever been to Europe and experienced a, a football game? Because yes, it's football. a football. It's not football, the American football. I know it's we call it soccer out here, I guess, and basketball stadiums there. So – I imagine Europe because I seen the chance. I seen how crazy they go, and and that's amazing to me because I feel like that's yes. the way the stadium should be. Like I think they should be rocking out, you know, making chants, you know, doing whatever it can to distract the visitor. Um, but at the end of the day, the visitors needs to feel like they're they're you know no one wants them there, and and yeah. that's you reality. To, you stand you know, no chance I, of being there. Yeah, I've never been to Europe. I want to go either. to Europe. I would, the book love to I would love to experience that for sure. So today, that's, that's, uh-huh. so today I was talking to my partner, my girl, and I was telling her, if you go to Europe this year, I want to go to two two football games this year. I, yeah. said, I don't care what part of Europe we go to, but I want to experience a couple stadiums. And just today I was watching soccer. Um, you know, I was able <laughs> to watch Roma, Serie A today, and I was watching the Premier League, watching West Ham. So yeah. whoever responded today, yes, I was watching uh, football today. <laughs> on a Monday, Monday morning. Monday morning, it must have been what? What time would have been over there? Like Monday night? Yeah, this morning. Yeah, uh, it was okay. twelve p.m. here, and it's probably like eight o'clock over there. Dude, that was a great question. If you like our content, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and like the video. I mean, we really appreciate it. We are on Spotify and on Apple as well. Yes. You know that's why we can't. You know say so much or put a lot of videos because we are on that platform as well and if you put pictures people are going to be like what are you talking about you know <laughs> that's true man it was yeah. a trip knowing that we we're an apple podcast like wait so yeah so wherever you may be listening we are on apple podcast spotify and on youtube it's awesome to see that we're on different platforms and you could hear us at anywhere you want to check us out <laughs> and we do appreciate these comments because i love when we have comments because 
that kind of gives us more talk top topics to talk about. And you know, if you don't disagree with what we're saying, put it on here. We love that. We love that. Uh, Los Angeles looks insane. I'm pretty sure they imagine if they look insane on TV going to those stadiums. I'm pretty sure they're gonna look even better. Uh, experiencing you know, the, all that the only uh, the only stadium that's nearby here that's been kind of similar to european games is uh lefc it's an experience mm. you must check out carlos it's pretty cool they have their band in the corner and they're pretty loud and the whole Are stadium they? they're they're knocking man they're they're rocking out the host game and they don't stop chanting they try to keep that european mentality the whole game it's pretty cool that's cool dude i do see them on on, on tv i've i've always seen like um Cause I've been to the galaxies game and I feel like they always try to tone it down with them and tell them you can't do this. You can't do that. But I do see the LAFC. They have smoke. They got everything going. And it's like, and it's all black. And it's that, that that's just scary, dude. Black and gold. It's just like, wow, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Dope, man. Yeah, yeah. I bet. And then to answer a question that we have here. Uh, yes, definitely. The MLS has become way more popular. It's growing, and we tend to get a lot of European players that come to retire and play their last season here, so that's also great. You know, got Garrett Bill, and especially with the signing of Lionel Messi coming to Inter-Miami. Sorry, is it Inter-Miami? Yes, Inter-Miami. Yeah. It's growing yeah. the game even more. Uh, LA Galaxy faced them yesterday, and, man, it was crazy packed here in the Carson Stadium, which is called StubHub Center now, or Stop I'm up. not sure what Stop it's up. called now, but it's oh, <laughs> Dignity Health, Dignity Health Park now. Oh, it's dignity help, dignity, dignity help. I, I said it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it's because uh, LAFC got this crazy Hispanic. <laughs> that's why they're so. That's why they're so rowdy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh man, sorry. You go guys. to Dodger Stadium. That's pretty much <laughs> what happens too. You have all these rowdy fans out there. You know, the higher the seats, the rowdier it gets. <laughs> oh, trust me. Once you get that uh, top deck level, man, it's it's popping up in there in Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we got some injury reports, too, that we need to go ahead and talk about because we are, you know, the update and MLB news. We didn't talk about uh, Kodai Sanga. You know, he got diagnosed with posterior capsule strain in the right shoulder. So he's going to be out for a little bit until late April, early May. And it looks like he got, I, I don't know if it was a crotosone shot or what it was on his on his shoulder that they gave yes. him, right? Um so that's just going to put him in the sideline. That's going to, uh, he's not going to have any spring training. So don't expect him to pitch until probably late May. If he comes late April, uh, he needs to get that routine going. So, yeah. um, right. It's not, it's not, it's not where he has, he's throwing, he's at a throwing program right now. He's not, um, he looks like he had not. a dead arm. And yeah. that's where he, they found out with the MRI that he had this issue with the shoulder. It's not looking good for the Mets. And there were, that, Sengu was their top pitcher going into the season, and he had posted a 12-7 record last year, pitched a 298 ERA, and it looked like he was having a promising season going into 2024. But now yeah. with this injury, it's kind of unfortunate. Now you ask the question, what are the Mets going to really do going forward? Because now their projected opening day starter is Jose Quintana. And if you look at that, you're like, no, thank you. I'm not going with that. And then they, they add some couple pieces. I know they added Sean Manea. Yeah. And and I think another veteran pitcher presence, I can't think of him at the top of my head right now, but it's not somebody out there that you could think of, wow, you know. So it's unfortunate because the Mets need pitching after having Justin Berlander and Max Scherzer. It's it's kind of it's kind of bad, man. And I don't know what the Mets gonna do, but they definitely need to go for pitching. And the David Stearns or baseball operations uh guy just said, I don't think we're gonna sign anybody, we're just gonna go with the guys we have. 
And it looks like his replacement is going to be Tyler Megill. And he's Megill? just an up-and-coming up pitcher, but he's definitely not no top pitcher, you know, out there yet. Yeah. And then the other one that got injured, and everybody knows about him, Kyle Bradish. So he's rehabbing a VCL sprain. Uh, uh, he had an injection, and I'm going to go ahead, a platelet-rich plasma injection. So he has no timetable. He has no, I guess, return date or anything like that. And that's where we kind of feel like, you know, that Kerbin Burns trade happened because, you know, this guy went down. Um, if you're playing fantasy baseball, I know Will has talked about it and everything in his show, which I strongly suggest you guys listen to what he has to say. He has uh, Xavi on there some, sometimes, and he has uh, Kefmo, which have good experience with fantasy baseball. If you guys really want to listen and or put the question mark uh, on there and be like, hey, I, I have questions about Kyle Bradish or whoever, you know, is injured. When are they going to come back? Is that a good pick for me in my draft? And I suggest you guys go listen to that show. It's on Thursday. And, you know, go ahead and hit a, a, send a message on Instagram, on email, everything. We have the platform here. I'll go ahead and, and put it now. You can go ahead and hit that code and you can see our platforms from there. So, dude. With, with that happening, do you think that, that even Snell or the Mets are thinking about Snell at all? No. It's just the way Davis turns put it, he's like, I'm not spending in any big pitcher. Uh, looks like Mike Clevenger is still available. And Michael Lorenzo, it's a couple pitchers Lorenzen. that you could get them for pretty cheap price. And even then, they haven't put a foot forward to even make some connections, to even talk to their agents. So it's kind of, I don't know what they're doing, man. I know they're trying to save money. That's what they were whole thing was about and that's why i think pito alonso's not gonna stay next year oh you don't think he's gonna stay where you think mm, it's gonna go uh let's see how all this season plays out but i don't see him staying with the mets I you know what i heard <laughs> you know what i heard you want me to tell you what i heard i heard that so juan soto's with the yankees pito alonso's with the mets that they're gonna do a switch what? that the mets are gonna give him a big contract that he can't say no to and he's gonna come to the mets and we're talking about um juan soto and then they're, they're, the same thing's gonna happen to Pete Alonso. The Yankees gonna offer him something to play first base. So uh, <laughs> we would have to wait. We're we at the start of the season, like, and we're talking about end stuff. Like, I don't think we should even do that. It's not fair because we haven't even got a first game. You know, so we're only spring no. training, and we're already talking about that. But great question, guys. I appreciate all this stuff, like talking about stadiums and stuff like that. We really love that sort of stuff. We really love. I mean, sport, really, but it is a, a fantasy. Oh, no, not fantasy, but it is a, fa a baseball uh, network. We do have the fantasy, like I said, on Thursdays. So um, if you have any more questions, go ahead and put them on here because that's Sorry. what makes the show real. It yeah, looks like Roberto asked us a questions about the jerseys. Okay. Um, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Sorry. Don't buy it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Hold on, hold on. Let's wait, wait till Fanatics. Uh, we got to wait till Fanatics fixes the problem, man, because it's definitely not worth the price. And. The lettering stitching in the back of the jersey does not look great. And we saw some images last week that were kind of embarrassing. There was a see-through <laughs> pants, and we just saw things we're not supposed to see. It's not kid-friendly. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And, yeah, man, MLB, do better. Yeah, do better on a, that. I can't believe this is the main topic in spring training. Freaking jerseys. No jerseys. Uh, you, know, you notice how everybody's wearing the color jerseys? They're not wearing the white jersey? For Did the you same reason, that? right? <laughs> I've seen all their teams are wearing the color jerseys. They're not wearing the white color because they're like, they're like super see-through. And the pants, are you kidding me? We saw some <laughs> pictures, and you were like, I don't think we should put that on the show. So I did not <laughs> upload the pictures, but they're out there, you guys. If you want to see 
Uh, if you want to see some some manly things out there, go ahead and do that. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. Angel, how's it going, dude? Everything good over here, man. Thanks for uh, joining in and uh, liking the video. Uh, ask if you have any more questions, go ahead and do it, man. But yeah, the jerseys, I I, I was kind of like I'm debating on on getting a new jersey. You know, Otani's here in LA now, so I would like to have an Otani jersey, but. Do I want to spend so much money on something that's not, uh, you know, it, it's not like for me, it's yeah. not something that I'll just like, keep uh, my, I'll just keep my Otani jersey from last year with the angels. Yeah. <laughs> R rated, you know, from this year. Yes. And and you need to be really cautious to when you go to the baseball stadium and see these players, you need to kind of, I don't know if you sit all the way up there, you won't see anything. So that's pretty cool. But you know, if you do sit up there in the stadium, you are going to see experience rowdier fans, you know? <laughs> Oh, so yeah, we'll we'll leave that there, man. Um, I do want to talk about another thing, and we were talking about the Yankees with the Soto. So let's drift it a little bit to the pitchers. The Ooh. Yankees are looking at Dylan Seas, and this is one of the things where they prefer Dylan Seas over Snell. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and and why is that? Why is that? Well, is it, it cheaper like for them? Yes, uh, you know, with Blake Snell coming off of Cy Young year and Scott Boris being his agent. He's asking definitely over $200 million. The Yankees have already offered six years $150 million, and it seems like they rejected it. And with Dylan Cease right now, you could just trade a top prospect, and you'll get Dylan Cease for next year for an $8 million contract. Such a way cheaper contract. Dylan Cease is way younger, has more of a promising future going forward, and you would just have to have some extension talks at the end of the season. But the problem is that the White Sox just don't want anybody. They want one of their most top prospects in the Yankees minor league system. His Man. name is Spencer Jones. Looks like Aaron Judge 2.0. Are you serious? Dude, this guy's a monster. Huge. He hit a 470-foot home run just in spring training a couple days ago. And I was like, man, if you have this guy, Spencer Jones, Jason Dominguez, the Martian, and Aaron Judge in that backfield and offfield, man, that's a scary team for the next 10 years, Carlos. So and what if they know. sign Juan Soto? That's just that's just gonna be a beast team on itself. Like, uh, well, would you make the trade? Would you do it? Oh, man, this is, after what I just saw enough to say, don't do it. That prospect's <laughs> worth it. But maybe I mean maybe it's just spring training, man. It, you know, maybe I just got too excited and I was like, don't do it. But for a guy like Spencer Jones, that looks huge. Uh, I want to say this guy is six five, Carlos. Six let five. Me, let me find that out for you real quick. Dang. I, but, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them. So this, I mean, it's not the first I've heard of them, but I just haven't seen them on TV. I haven't seen them bat. So I he's six, only... six, 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 two thirty five pounds. Damn. So that plate looks small as hell already with a six, six foot guy coming into that plate, stepping in there, getting a 36 inch bat, 37 inch bat. Like, where are you going to put the ball? You're going to have to walk this guy or you're going to have to blow it by him. You know, you better have the greatest stuff when you face big, tall guys like I. Okay, think. so what do you do it? Knowing that the Orioles already kind of started off with a with a couple injuries, and the Red Sox are not doing anything, and then the Blue Jays are just the Blue Jays, and then the Rays don't like to spend money. Um. Okay. So if I'm the Yankees, I haven't won anything since 2009. The Yankees okay. are known to win every year. Uh, and what happened this year? They did not get Yamamoto, and they did not get Otani. That kind of set them back. Remember I said earlier in the other shows that Los Angeles became the biggest brand in baseball right now. So if the Yankees want to get back to that form again, 
I would say, are you going to put all your chips on this kid? Or are you going to just go for the championship now? Because like I said, they're not known to not win championships. Like, you know, it doesn't take forever for them to win championships. Every yeah. 20 years they're winning one. It's I feel like it's getting there again to where they're going to get to the 20-year mark and they haven't won anything. So would I make it? Yes, I would. I would. Oh. If I was a general manager, I would trade him, but I would try to get someone else for him too. I wouldn't just go ahead and get Dylan C's. I, 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 do, I still need someone else to probably stay if Juan Soto leaves. And I have someone to put out there because, I mean, Juan Soto wants big money, dude. And I think that big money, the Yankees are not going to give to him. And, and I don't think so. I don't think so, dude. Like, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong all this time. I've been wrong a lot <laughs> of times now. So I just feel like the Yankees, they got their man, but they could have been negotiating right now. They could have been like in, in saying, you know what, before the season starts, let's give you your contract. You're a Yankee for life. You're going to stay here. We want you here. And and it's not happening. I don't hear any sure. any commotion on that. And it has been even with with Aaron Judge. They didn't they didn't make it to where he felt comfortable enough to stay with the Yankees. Remember, he went to San Francisco. He chopped around a little bit, and he was like, you know what? Uh, I need to kind of see what they can offer. And for a player, when they do that, they go because it, the team that they were playing for is not, you know, putting that contract on the table. So. I think Juan yeah, Soto wants, wants a lot more money than than anything anybody th thinks. I think he's going to go over too. the. I think he's going to go over to five hundred. To be honest, I don't and someone's going to give it to him. Someone's going to give Mets? it to him. Like you said, the Mets have the money. The Mets, the Mets got the money, dude. Well, the question you asked me, like, do you think the Yankees should do this? Oof! I, I mean, the way he looks in the pinstripes, the the way he bats with them, looks like he's he still got it. Not the same Juan Soto we saw once he came up in the league and. But man, he's still a special talent, and it's hard to say. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be hard to pay Judge, Gary Cole, and Soto, and then try to build your your roster around them. It is. It is gonna be hard, and and that's why I'm telling you. Like, if I haven't seen anything on the table from the Yankees to Soto, or You're maybe right. there has been. Maybe there has been. You know, so, they should have paid him by now, right? They would have. They should have contract extensions. Don't need to talk. Wait any longer. If you pay now, you pay cheaper. Yeah. And, you know, you're looking at history when you're looking at history and we're talking about contracts. And I think the last one was uh, that I remember was Mookie Betts got traded and then they offered him that that contract right away. It was in the trade where, oh, oh, we'll wait to the end of the season where we're at. No, you trade for this guy because you feel like this is going to be a core guy for your team. So let's offer him something right now and then get it done. Let's get this done so we can have this core core together and keep going. This is the third team he's played for already. And, you know, he's, what, 25, 26? Or he probably even young. He's young. 25. He's still young, dude. Yeah. He still haven't hit man strength. He still hasn't hit, you know, where he's supposed to be at, dude. So it's sure kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, what? You think he's young? He's older? You think he's older? <laughs> he looks way older. <laughs> yeah, he does look older. He looks a lot more mature than, than some 25 years old. Like, he's, like, he's big, dude. He's a big kid. He's a huge kid. So yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like uh, the Yankees would have offered something to him, so You're they right. didn't, and and we'll, we'll have to wait and see. That's it to the end of the season, again. You know, <laughs> we're, yeah. we're we haven't even started this season, and and we already want to get to the end. Hopefully, it doesn't get here that fast. Uh, so we have another one, right, right here. Um, another question. Sorry. So thoughts on? Oh, the prospect. You're talking about the catcher, right? 
Um, Ethan Salas. Ethan Salas. Like, uh, have you seen him on spring training? I saw uh, him he back. Got, he got a base hit. Uh, if it's not yesterday or today, I saw highlights of him getting already his first first hit on the spring training. It looks nice. Looks like he has every tool in the toolbox to be the next top hit catcher in the yeah. MLB. Now, yeah. will he be playing this year? I'm not sure. I think that he's a little too young. I do see him being here for the 2025 season. And for Jackson Holiday, uh, that kid's going to make the roster. He's ready to go and looks talented. And his dad played in the league, and you know what you're going to get <laughs> from yeah. a holiday. Yeah, and, and, and that's crazy that you talk about another holiday, uh, and he's a shortstop. And the Orioles, like the Orioles organization had great drafts. And this team is going to be here for a while. And if they don't win a World Series, like I feel like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, because I, I, they have good prospects. I just feel like like they can win the World Series. I'm not saying they should because none of these players are proven, right? They've just been together. They've been playing together. They had a good record last year. Now this th this is the third year that they're going to be together. Of course, Jackson's going to be the new addition to that team. But, man, this this young team – Adding Corbin Burns to the starting rotation is just going to be exciting to see. The East has something to worry about, and that's what we're talking about, the Yankees and Snell and Montgomery and all these, you know, uh, free potential uh, free agents going there. But, yeah, uh, yeah Dylan Seas. And, and Dylan Seas is not just looked at by the Yankees. There's other teams that want him too. It's just the White Sox want too much for him. They're, yeah. they're kind of not letting them go just for anything, but. <laughs> I just kind of want to see more news, dude. Like on, on baseball, I feel like it's kind of quiet. It's been yeah. really quiet. It's For been really quiet. Two months has been quiet. After the Otani yeah. signing in Yamamoto, there has been not much. Not and, much. And we're kind of been here waiting every Monday to hope to bring you the most up to up to best news, but we only get put the most we could get. <laughs> I know we can't we can't speak on a lot of things because that's not happening. But, but talking like about said, the AOEs, I want to bring something up. Uh, yeah, the Red Sox. What the hell are the Red Sox doing? You brought Theo Epstein into the mix, and you're not making any moves. Uh, but you traded Chris Sell away, and you bring a young infielder like a Bomb Grissom, supposed to be a top prospect, but hasn't panned out yet for the Braves. So now he's coming into the mix. You signed Lucas Jolito that had kind of a rough season last year. So I don't know what they're doing. Uh, and that's why we have Rafael Devers looking kind of upset. And I don't know. This is not the Boston way. Uh, well, you know, when, when Theo Epstein went to Chicago, he kind of got rid of a little bit of players here and there. And then not till the second or third year, he started adding pieces to, to that championship team. Mm -hmm. It wasn't from the get-go. It didn't, it didn't happen overnight. So maybe he's coming back. And of course, he's not the general manager. He's, you know, he's going to be in the front office, but he's probably telling them like, look, this is the way we need to do things around here. We need to, we need to kind of, you know, shed a little bit of salaries and, you know, of course go through our, our season, but they're doing little things here and there. And I think by next year, I think they're going to have a little bit more stronger team. I think this year is not, it's not panning out well for them. Uh, the way, or maybe they're just doing it that way by design. You know, I know yeah. Rafael Devers came out saying that he would like someone there. He would want to compete. He would want to be one of the tops in the East. Who knows? Sometimes the younger players don't perform in, in minor leagues. And when they get to the major leagues, they perform well, really yeah. well sometimes. And they, and they yeah. have a very young corp of players like Tristan Casas and Jaron Duran. Don't get me wrong. They still have some nice pieces. But I think after they saw Otani Yamamoto go to the Dodgers, like, why waste our money? 
and we're not going to win the World Series this year. Is that what it is? I don't know. Is it? Or they're just like, let's just build our team, and maybe in a couple of years we'll have the team to compete. I just feel a lot of teams worry about what the Dodgers are doing. I, honestly, honestly, and 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 that happens a lot out here in the West. A lot of teams are like, oh yeah, we can compete with the Dodgers. That shouldn't be your main focus. Your main focus should be, I'm gonna try to win the World Series. That's the main goal. When I hear like the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, the Rockies, I don't know, the Rockies have a long way to go. <laughs> Dude, <they laughs> right? <made> no moves. <laughs> no moves. So then you have the Padres, the same thing. You have the Giants, the same thing. But the Giants are are making noise. They are bringing the team, yeah. you know, together. So uh, I just I just feel like they they are making those little sneaky moves with these players that are good enough to beat the daughters. And then you have other teams that are not doing anything. And, it, and that's, a, that's the problem. They're, they're focused too much on the daughters, which they shouldn't. But when you have a lot of big news and a lot of players, about it, big time players going to the daughters, of course, they're going to talk about them. Right. Um, but uh, if, if it gets to a point where the Dodgers don't win this year, I don't feel like it's going to, and I think I, I already said it in other shows, you still got nine more years after that to win the World Series, right? <laughs> so, like, and talking about the Dodgers right now, you know what? Uh, Bueller, we were saying that Bueller is ready for opening day. Uh, opening day, he's not ready yet. He didn't even complete his rehab assignment last year. That's why he stopped. I guess what Ooh. the Dodgers thought is that he had finished his rehab, and and they kind of shut him down. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to start next year. No, they stopped his rehab. And he just didn't finish, so Roberts were kind of was kind of surprised that that didn't happen, and he's just starting this year to throw off the mound and do all these things that he was supposed to. They don't have a timetable to when he's going to start or if he's going to have a start in spring training. They just want to get him ready and up to speed and get his velocity back and all that stuff. From what I'm hearing right now, he is a good uh, candidate to be back around. They say April and April, early May. If okay. everything goes, it pans out because he hasn't had any setbacks, which a lot of people say he did, but I didn't see anything like that. It's just he didn't finish his his uh, his rehab assignment, and okay. that's all that they're worrying about right now. But yeah, that's that Dodgers pitching is still, you know, even though it's strong with Yamamoto and adding Paxton in the mix and Glass now, you know, it's still guys that have dealt with some injuries. I know Yamamoto; we don't know who to expect out of him. He, yeah, it looks like he has some nasty stuff out there, but. Until you put it into the major league level, we'll see how it all plays out. True, true. We have another yeah. one, Angel. If the Dodgers don't win, they need to get rid of Roberts. And he is in the hot seat, dude. Uh, we were just talking about that. If he doesn't win, for sure he's getting fired. But who's out there? Who's going to be out there? Who's out there in reality? Who's out there that could come and coach the Dodgers? Um, I mean... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Gabe Kapler. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe Kapler is walking around everywhere, uh, oh, getting a tan. I don't know. I, I, I saw I think him he's on working. TikTok. He is already – He has. he's part of a team. I can't think of who, but he's. I know he's part of a, a team system right now. Is, is he? Yeah. As long as they don't bring Don Manley, he's with the Blue Jays right now. As long Ooh. as they don't bring him or Joe Torre. Uh, you know what? One person I do see, and, and you know him very well, Ernie, he won the 2002 World Series with you guys, is Mike Sosha. And oh, I've always loved how he coached because I just like the lineup he put out there every night where he had a leadoff hitter in the ninth spot all the time. That's just like guaranteeing you someone being on base if you're batting ninth, and then you have your one, two, three going again. So I do see that. But I'm not trying to be 
against Roberts. I'm one of the guys that like to pull for Roberts. I like Roberts. I I, I kind of like wish that that a lot of people will kind of not you know throw shade at the guy because I feel like he's one of those uh, guys that 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 pumps the team up. Of course, when it gets to the playoffs, it's different. Uh, I wish you know it would have been. It, he would he would win more games, but it is baseball. Baseball can go either way. A bounce can go either way. So if you know the game of baseball, you know that it's not always going to go your way. And for Roberts, unfortunately, a lot of he takes a lot of heat for it. You know who makes all those moves? You know who makes them go out there and, and change pitchers? The uh, the upper office, like the uh, upper management, analytics. they're the ones that do it. Yeah, analytics play a lot of part in this, and. And bring Dusty Baker. <laughs> He's with the Giants right now, dude. He's working in the front office. So I don't think he'll leave the Giants. I think he has love for the Giants now. He's a Giants. He's not a Dodger anymore. He's. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 don't know him. There's a lot of people that changed that did that. So, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> so do you see someone else though? Do you see another manager like taking over Robert's? Not at the moment, but at the end of the season, there may be some openings and some. Uh, you know, other pit, other coachings, other coaches that may be available by then. And he's not the only one in the hot seat. You're talking about Aaron Boone, too. Yeah. Right? He's in the hot seat. He was in the hot seat last season, and he's still with the Yankees. Yeah. I'm very yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's a lot of a lot of things at the end of the season. Why are we talking about the end of the season, though? Like, what the hell? I feel like we talked about the end I, I of the season. I think we're just ready for baseball to start. I think it's just that uh, we've got that month left, and we're kind of already ready to go. And it's just like, damn, can it get going already? But, you know, hey, we got Otani Yamamoto going, like uh, Ryan said earlier in the show. And it's going to be exciting. I know it's maybe just a couple innings that they may play. But, hey, it's enough sample size to see what you're going to get for the whole full season. That's true. That's true. And I haven't even posted this all show. So I'm going to go ahead and post it. We still have a few spots left. If you want to go ahead and join us on the fantasy baseball part of our show, like we have three spots or two spots available. It's a 12 team thing. And if you do win, there's no fee. Of course, there's no entry fee. If you do win, we're going to give you a custom real talk baseball jersey. So we'll go ahead and send that out to you if you win, because it is going to be pretty tough. All the people that I've been talked to, they're really baseball experts. They know about baseball. And if you want to go ahead and join it, you can hit us up on Instagram, on our email, or even here. Send me the email. Why not? You can go to my Instagram. You can go to Ernie, whoever it is. You know who we are here at Real Talk Baseball. You can go ahead and send us that message, and we'll get you right in. But it'll be fun. Like A lot of people wants to play us because we've won a couple of championships. You know, We have the experts on the other show You know, on Thursdays. We have our input as well. We just love baseball. So, uh, yeah, Ryan's ready. He's already so, part of the league. You know, I so. know we're ready to go. <laughs> I got a, a couple other notable free agent signings that happened over the weekend. Uh, you know, we had Gio Urshela that signed with the Tigers. Uh, Tim Anderson went ahead and signed with the Marlins over the weekend. And we had uh, Garrett Cooper signing with the Cubs on a minor league deal. Yeah, he previously played with the Padres. And then we also lastly had – if I'm mistaken, Brandon Crawford came out of retirement and what? he will be signing with the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, I did see that. I did see uh, that. After his uh, first 13 seasons with the Giants, looked like he wasn't going to come back. He's age 37 now, but hey, the St. Louis Cardinals are getting all the veterans you could get out there and they're bringing them <laughs> back. Might as well bring Yachty back. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's going to play alongside Arenado out there in shortstop. So uh, he has a good glove, dude. And yeah, Saint, so the St. Louis Cardinals are another team that bring those. The, the the last 
the last, I guess, what, what can you say? The, they, they take, they get the last of you before you retire. <laughs> you know, they, they get everything, they squeeze everything out of you. And they're like, oh, this is, this is it, man. This is the, the this is your career, but make sure you play here at, in St. Louis. And that's what they do. They get these older players and they perform out there. So, oh, right. Last season was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, he was. You know, he 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 came to Dodger Stadium and he hit the you know the home run <laughs> seven hundred. But he did it. He did it, it with the San Luis Cardinals. <laughs> a lot of people missed it, huh? What? I missed it for that reason. <laughs> so I'm mad about it. <laughs> I think a lot of people were mad because of that, man. I hope that doesn't happen this year. I hope the block blackouts, I think, gets resolved. Is going to get resolved. But then you it have really... all these other platforms oh, that are going to be playing them. You have a. Uh, uh, Peacock that's going to have some baseball games. Apple Sunday mornings, have... yeah, yeah. Sunday mornings. Uh, Friday nights is Apple TV. Sunday night has uh, ESPN, right? And I think FS1 has Monday nights now and Thursday yeah. nights. And Thursday nights. So yeah, these blackouts and, and it's going to watch. This is what's going to happen. They're going to they're going to they're going to cut all those blackouts. You're going to be able to see your games, but now you're going to have to get these streaming services to watch baseball. Um, that's the whole purpose. Why? A lot of people went after and got Spectrum because the Dodgers only played on the Spectrum. And then now you're, you're getting Spectrum, but they're not giving you all the games. They're giving you only probably like 70-something games and a little less maybe because Fox likes to put the Saturday games now. And now yeah. with Otani, of course, they're going to want to put them Dude, you know, all the time. So be in every platform now with Otani being there. Yeah. And, and your favorite commissioner doesn't do anything about it. <laughs> we got what? We got five more years with the guy? Five more years, 2029. Kenny can't come soon enough. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't screw more things up, dude. But if he does, then we're still going to be here watching baseball because we love the game. Uh, last mention, Zerny. We got two minutes before the show ends, but I want to thank everybody that's on here chatting it up, talking baseball because this is the this is what we wanted to do from the get go. Get people involved with baseball, talking baseball with us. And with anybody, basically. So I appreciate that. Go ahead, Ernie. Sure, man. I want to thank everybody listening out there, wherever you're listening to from. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm excited to that you guys are watching us. And baseball is only growing. 2024 season's here to stay. And we're looking forward to being talking baseball every Monday night. And if you check us out, we'll also be in Rival Fantasy. If you guys want to, you know, challenge me in one of those games, go for it. I'm excited. You know, I already hit a couple bingo cards this week. And I'm like, man. This is only the NBA. I think I'm ready to kill it in the MLB. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So let me put this out here. He's watching from DC. Thank you, man. I All really right, you appreciate know. you guys getting on here and, and uh, conversating with us. I miss talking baseball with you, Angel. Dude, honestly, I haven't talked to you in a long time. I'm, I'm happy you're on here, dude. And um, everybody else as well, like, you know, Ryan, Alberto. We had a couple other people on here. I hope I didn't miss your name, but I know we saw it. Uh, we are on Spotify. We're on Apple on apple what is it apple uh podcast apple podcast that's what it is apple podcast we're, all we're only growing media. <laughs> only growing only growing a little bit but yeah guys uh from all of us here real talk baseball and Carlos baseball this is ernie orange real talk baseball signing out